Welcome to another episode of Talking BS. This week, we had a very special guest, my oldest friend in the world. We met when we were like four years old. Mr. Preston Bushy joined us to talk about, initially it was to talk about Huntsville, but we just ended up talking about everything under the sun. It was, it was honestly incredibly fun uh, getting to listen back to some of those stories from, you know, four, five, six years old all the way through college. We got some good stories even up to, up to now, right, and, and kind of how he has progressed along his kind of lifeline and, and how we have progressed kind of as a friend group all together. Uh, it, it, it was a really fun one. I think some really good life lessons come out of it and, uh, and extremely fun. I mean, I'm crying uh, definitely at a few cheeks, of these things. My cheeks hurt. It was it was two hours of just just laughing. We uh, I think the the common theme was obviously friendship. You know, just how friendship ties through the through the years and everything. But we covered, uh, you know, his time in. We covered higher education. You know, what I'm saying we talked even about got into a nice spirited educational <laughs> spirited debate debate about you know higher education. We talked about public versus private school education. Um, we talked about you know engineering. You know, he, his stories about being an engineer were very cool. Some of the stuff that he's worked on. Um, and then, uh, talked about his time at the university of Alabama. We talked about Huntsville, Alabama, what what it was like growing up in Huntsville and how that's changed. Um, I had so much fun. And then we got to pull on the wives and, uh, tell uh, everybody how our wives think that we're all stupid and wrong. It's uh, very true. Occasions. Yep. Very, very true. So without further ado, as I always like to say, here is another episode of talking BS. 31! We are joined by a very special guest this week. Mr. Preston, One and only. Mr. Preston Bushy is here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, many of you in here may know him, many of you may not, but you're about to know a little bit more about him after today, which is exciting. We, we teased him a little bit last week. He, uh, we did. He's been friends with Van since like, diapers, uh, and then Preston and I got to know each other from about seventh grade on, so he's, he's literally Van's oldest friend and one of my elder statesman friends, as it were. Uh, so, you know, which I heard, I heard some kind of study. It said if you've been in contact or been around somebody for about seven years, pretty much they're guaranteed to stay in your entire life. So, uh, I guess this is it guys. We're stuck together. You know, oh for, yeah. We're for stuck for sure. We're, we're yeah. here. We're here. Yeah. We passed that mark in like 2000. <laughs> oh yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Uh, Whitesburg elementary. Was that what it, or preschool? Pre-K? Yes. So. Whitesburg Baptist Pre-K. Whitesburg Baptist Pre-K. I don't know about you, but that was my uh, my second year doing preschool, as most of us scholars do. I don't. How <laughs> how long are you in Pre-K for? Is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to just be one, or is it supposed to be two? I don't know. I don't know kid things. I don't know. Everybody told me that it was two years. I just assumed I was normal. Okay. <laughs> they just wanted to tell you that, man. We joined yeah. for one. <laughs> yeah, that's my victory lap. That's fantastic. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do all of the 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 background stuff, but before we get into that, let's do some recap. You got any you got any things from previous? I know you've been listening. Which, by the way, I want to preface: it surprised me that you listened, not not in a bad way. I just didn't expect you to be into the podcasting thing and all the random shit that we talk about. But you started hitting me up, and you were like, I love the podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm not really into podcasts. I've tried it. I want to be into it. And I think it's some kind of, like, ADD or something. I just can't focus long enough, so it just never clicked. But once you guys got started, I, I got into it. I'm, I've been a regular listener. I did not get into podcasts. I think mean, we, we haven't talked about this in a while. I didn't even get into podcasting till like last couple of years, last two or three years or so. Kimberly got me yeah. into it and I was into it. But same same deal. I was like an hour and a half of people talking. That sounds so boring. Yeah. Right. And no exaggeration. My wife, she's the same way. She listens to probably 20 hours a week worth of podcasts, wow. if not more, just while she's doing other and, things. And now we're on episode 31. This is episode wow. 31. Wow. Congratulations. We're, 
Like, depending on how popular this episode is, we should hit 2,000 listens. This is the Derrick Henry 2K podcast right here. That's and what this don't, is. It. Don't you better live up breath. to the hype. Live up to the hype. <laughs> Preston, hold your we're going to need you to just send this to all your friends at work. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Okay. Shameless plugs. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I think part of what got me into this, into your podcast was, you know, the quality, the quality information that y'all are, are spreading and the lively banter and then the other half of it is I'm just yelling at the phone like, no, that's not how the story happened. That's not what went down. I was there. <laughs> I, we, we do have some that are tailored a little bit. So, you know, I, we, you know, we started off, I've loosened up a lot. I want to tell you the first 10 episodes, I was very like, okay, don't let anything out. Don't let any opinions show. Let's like just keep it under wraps. And then recently, last 10, 15 episodes, it's like, all right, we caught our stride. People don't yeah. care, whatever. I'm just saying what I want to say. Let her rip. And it's, it's strange for me because I don't like to talk. I'm like very much an introvert. I like to let others do the talking, which has really helped my relationship with me and Corey because you know, yeah. <laughs> Corey does all the talking. It's like a, that's like a 90-10 thing right there. Sure, yeah. You know, Corey's got 90. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it works great. <laughs> Um, but they all um, piss you off eight million different times. Oh yeah, like I will get wound up about nothing, but then I'll be over <laughs> it in like yeah. five minutes. And in that same vein, I'm one of those people that hates the sound of my own voice. Like I, when it's recorded and played back, like I, I hate it. I feel like I sound like the teacher on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like Bueller, <laughs> like very monotone. Fry. So I'm. So I'm going to try not to bore all three of your <laughs> listeners. There we go. We have 37 listeners. You, you <laughs> okay, sorry. I, it changes it's, every it's, you know, three, it's more than 37, that, 100, okay. I don't know. There's a, there's a so, you know, I was practicing that joke, and I thought it was going to be a lot better. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> moving on. We, we make it often, because it's not a ton, but I'm telling you, 2,000 listens, that's more than I ever thought we would do. It's a lot yeah, of hours. I, that's I was cool. noticing that, yeah. Two thousand hours, impressive. Is, is a lot. And and speaking on your 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 voice, and the fact that you don't like to talk. My mom called me, and the other day, and she's like, "I feel like I've been talking to you all day." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I've been listening to talking BS." And I'm like, "Okay, all right, cool." I mean, that's I don't know. I've, it's awkward. I don't know what to say at that Shout point. Shout out, Mama Santos. She said she was coming back from visiting my grandparents, which she hadn't seen since COVID and everything. So she went to go visit me, Mom, Papa, down in Mobile, which is great. But she I said, was literally going to bring yeah. that up. So she, on the way back, she had a six and a half hour drive or whatever, and she listened to a couple episodes, and she said, I am so excited for to hear Preston on the podcast next week. Yeah, there and you she go. she said, she's just pumped. So... Shout out, Mama Gia. Shout out, Mama Gia. She's oh, <laughs> Miss Gia. Let's 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 bring it. Bring the bar down a few notches. Okay. It's but good, as you're telling that, we got a good start. So as far. you're telling that story, I'm thinking you should totally uh, get Mima into uh, podcast. She'll feel like she's talking to you all the time. It'll be great cool. for her. I think getting Mima onto Facetime was hard enough. Oh, Facetime. Yeah, that was cool. I was talking to your I was talking to your dad and Cody the other day, and or. Mr. S, and uh, he was telling me about how uh, Meemaw just got an iPhone recently. She did. And she calls your dad on the on the home phone and says, "I can't. My my iPhone it just doesn't work anymore. Like it doesn't connect to anything." And he says, "Meemaw, it's it's on airplane mode. Like you need to go to settings. <laughs> you need to click on airplane mode and turn that off." Or, and she's like, uh, "I'm I'm clicking, but it wasn't won't go." And then he said, yeah, yeah. So Meemaw called me back about five minutes later and said, yeah, I went over to my neighbor's house and uh, they just clicked the airplane mode and turned it off and it works clear as a bell now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, think, I, think the, I think the podcast might be a little advanced for her right now. It's, Maybe. it's true. Sounds we, like she's getting there. The next time, next time somebody sees her, though, we can set this up for her for one button. Click and play. Just we can make of, this happen. Think yes. about the amount of technology that they've seen from... Like nothing to everything, you know. It's crazy. I, when I called her to set up the FaceTime, I sent her a text back, which I, you know, she figured out the whole texting thing. Obviously, that's very, you know. But I sent her a text back, and it was like step by step by step by step. I was like, oh, click on the icon in the bottom left that says phone, and then find your contacts. I had to literally like, we got there, we did it together. She said I was very good at giving directions. 
<laughs> instructions. There you go. So. I mean, I don't blame her. Like, I'm a millennial and I'm stubborn. Like, this is only my second Zoom call today. My first one was a test with Van yesterday. I don't even want to get on TikTok. You told like, me that. Don't, you told me that don't yesterday. Even, blew I feel my, you on blew, that. Blew my mind. Yeah. We don't use Zoom at work. So, I mean, this is, I made it through all of 2020. No Zoom. That's impressive. That is, that impressive, is impressive by itself. And TikTok yeah. for me is like, I will, I'm pretty active in social media. Not, not as much as I used to, I guess. But TikTok is another thing for me where I'm like, I feel totally out of my element. I don't, I'm lost. I'm like, dang. Yeah, I don't. It's like, we've hit that moment where I, it's gone beyond me. And I don't care. I think it's the moment where you don't care. Like, you can catch up. You can learn new things. But I'm at this point where I'm like, I just, it's a lot of effort, you know? Yeah, and I, I don't understand it. And in the back of my mind, I feel like somebody my age, in my profile, I'm probably like one accidental step away from being on America's Most Wanted. Like, I don't need to be <laughs> well, dude, messing like, with that. I don't need to go down that rabbit hole, accidentally, you know, watch some videos I don't need to see. Van, didn't you just send me something similar to that for the CNN anchor? Yeah, oh, who, that like, one was came rough. back. Yeah, for the dude who got caught masturbating on a Zoom call, thought the call was over, stood up and was, you know. So, did, did you see this, and, Preston? Uh, yeah. I, I saw it when it happened, and, it, you know, CNN doesn't surprise me, but you know, so that's he a com- different topic. He, he, he comes back like seven months later, and they have him on live on CNN, and the co-anchor, a female, is like, hey, so welcome back to so-and-so. Um, we're just going to address it. So do you mind if I, and he's like, the honor's all yours. And she's like, so seven months ago, you were live on air on a Zoom call, and you apparently thought that you were no longer on video, and you were filmed masturbating. Did, did I get that right? And he's like, yep, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. And he's just taking it right there on the, like, seven months. I mean, I guess, what else do you do? What else do you do? Right. You just own up, I guess, but... Yeah. Yeah, you know that you can do it's that public man like, yeah you it's out you there it. you just have you to have just to sit there and own it so anyways um all right so let's get into this I was yeah, gonna say, let's, let's go. skip let's into the rolling. topics yep. do we have any any other recaps though any old topics you actually wanted to touch on before we go into the icebreakers yeah there's a few things and i'll uh, probably a handful of things but i uh i picked a couple that were least controversial that i would do go oh, back on yeah, uh, hey, yeah. Let's, hey, Corey, let's, let's start, start, down, man. Let's start yeah. small. Let's start <laughs> small. I'm sure we'll get there. I'm sure we'll get there. Maybe on my uh, second appearance in the podcast, we can right, dive I'll into this. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, first, goes, but I'll take it. There you go. Uh, first one was the importance of financial literacy. I thought that was a really good point. And, you know, people say, like, oh, I never learned how to balance my checkbook, things like that, which, you know, that's kind of out of date. But I did find out the other day that my wife still balances her checkbook. But that's whatever. Um, yeah. Who, um, she, writes, she writes checks still? Who does that? Yeah, she, uh, she showed me her checkbook, and the last six or eight of them were, like, monthly checks for Jim. So no, gotcha. does not write checks. Gotcha. Uh, but anyways, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like like how to how to get a mortgage, how to pay taxes, how to do your taxes, stock market, credit score. Um, I think the credit know, they don't good one. We didn't hit on that. That's a, yeah, that's they a don't one. We teach any that. of that kind of stuff, and I don't know what In the school. proper place yeah. or format is but like if we had a one semester or one year in like middle school or high school about just very high level stuff i think that would set people up especially when you have these people going to college don't necessarily know what they want to do taking out these huge loans like that's a big commitment and they don't know the ramifications of that either they have exactly. No, they have no concept of what is my life going to look like in five years when I need to go find a job and pay off the hundred thousand dollars I just borrowed. Right. Like, I, I have listened to and read some of Dave Ramsey. Highly recommend that. He very helpful. Uh, and as you guys have touched on before, um, like some things I did in college, like. Um, I mean, I was blessed to have my parents like support me, pay my bills, things like that. But they were in my name. And so some of those helped build credit score, things like that, utilities, whatever. 
Um, my dad told me, he said, yeah, save up $500, go down to the credit union in Tuscaloosa, deposit that money, take out a loan for the same amount, and just use that checking account to pay for the pay for the loan and then you're building up your credit you're making payments every month things like that which that is a perfect example and really kind of funny stories are related you know continually with alabama bear bryant used to do that with all of his players he used to take out a thousand dollar loan that he would pay you know and and have them repay it is that an ncaa violation his play listen the ncaa (laughs) wasn't around back then it's bear bryant can do whatever he wants that's that but that's a true story right that sounded very similar that's that's i like Um, that a lot I like that. My one. dad was at Alabama when Bear Bryant was there, so he's probably not an original idea for my dad. <laughs> hey, 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 as long as it Listen, works. Listen, if you're going to steal something, if you're going to steal something, steal it. I, I love it. Hey, oh, that God. makes the story even better now. I appreciate I love that. that it's from the bear. I mean, come on. Yeah. But yeah. Even if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> financial literacy like that, you could... You could do multiple and that's just pods ba- about that's that. base level financial literacy. Last we were talking about cryptocurrency and NFTs, which one sold for like eleven point eight million dollars last week. I don't right. know if you saw that. That's a whole not. other level of of financial, maybe gambling. I don't know, but Corey, how's that going? For I'm you? finally, uh, I'm finally, I'm checking, I'm checking it right now. Actually, just because we brought it up, I'm, I'm finally in the black. Preston, so we're do you have back. any? We're going back the right way. Do you have any crypto? crypto? I'm going back in the, back in the black. I do not. No, I. Um, that's kind of the same thing. Like I, I have a fairly good knowledge about finances and a pretty good knowledge about crypto, but I, I know enough of what I don't know, and it scares me. <laughs> smart, um, smart man. But in that same vein, I have. Well, this will come up later, but one of my obsessive hobbies lately has been. In the stock market, so oh, okay, oh, yeah, I like yeah. it. I like let's, it. Let's save that for a bit later, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to get into that. All right, any other recap topics? I I do. So this is another, maybe a little more controversial. The Texas energy crisis. You kind of brought that up as far as yep. earlier this year. The winter storm, the ice storm, winter storm, yeah. mm-hmm. froze the windmills, things like that. Y'all suggested nuclear power. Completely agree. Like I think All that's a great it. alternative fantastic idea and it got me thinking about things that i do at work Um, we'll touch on this later but like we do a lot of 3d printing um, more cutting edge technologies and one of our big things is don't force this trendy technology in an application that it does it's not suited for it has its own applications but if you try to force it into somewhere where it's not a good fit, you're going to leave a sour taste in the mouth of your customer. And so that's kind of my thought on the the windmill green type energy right now. I'm not against it. I just I think some of their capabilities are not quite there yet. And I think by you trying to force it and whatever political things are behind it now, are kind of leaving a bad taste in people's mouth as far as when they see these kind of crises come about. Personally, I think it once battery technology is a little better, flexible heaters are a little better. You could put a battery and a flexible heater up in the wind turbine to keep it from freezing up, things like that. So I think if you try to force these things before they're ready, it's gonna end up being a flop. So I'm afraid that's kind of what's happened here. At least that's, that's my personal interest, that's, Hey, that's a mechanical engineer's take on it. <laughs> definitely. For sure. I, definitely. That's a much more practical, like, okay, the, you got the dreamer, but then, okay, the doer, like, how are we actually going to make this happen kind of thing? That's a definitely a, right. a cool take on it. And not, then you get people cool, like, say, I don't care, figure it out, make it happen. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Okay, that's which is nothing wrong with that, too. Okay, so Preston, <laughs> you make it. Corey, you just dream it, and I will just legislate how we're going to make it happen. Right. <laughs> I like it. And you've got you've got to have that mentality sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to keep these go backs quick. Everybody. Okay, you're good. Everybody. Okay, roll. Yeah. Roll. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, next we'll, one. we'll break it up into a two-parter. You'll be all right. Don't Is worry. It, yeah. Um, Christmas decorations. I know Corey seems to be very passionate about that. He's. I am. He's, I am very. He's sticking his arms up in the air right now. For those of you at home that can't see. <laughs> very I would passionate. also I would also like to bring up that something I learned just being on the pod. Aside from just listening, 
They run a Zoom call so they can see each other while they're recording. Van over here looks like Ryan Seacrest with his white hat, white <laughs> headphones behind the microphone with the little screen in front of it. Corey, same way. Like, all right, let's. Smile I would give Van let's, either. Let's, <laughs> I would give Van a uh, Ryan Seacrest, and for for Corey's enjoyment, I would give him a Paul Feinbaum. I'll take it. I'll Ooh, take it. Give me Paul. 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 Yeah. I need the glasses. Well, I need hey, some blue. On little, that, like, on that front, we got to smile for a picture for this one because I'll put this up. <laughs> okay. Gosh, yeah. if I knew we were doing a picture, I would have uh, done my done hair. Your hey, hair. listen, you got a nice clean haircut. I got this. I, I, I know you heard me giving you some, some, some talking some trash about the uh, the long hair not too long ago. What, uh, That's talk right. Me through that change. Talk uh, me through that change. Was, uh, it was tough. It was one of those like. And, you know, people are like, oh, you're getting the quarantine hair. You're growing it out. And I'd like to point out, no, this was a before <laughs> quarantine. I decided I was going to grow it out. You Just wanted to try something not a, new. This was not a Bo, Bo like Burnham like Jesus it. look. This was more of a, you mm. were already there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not like Van going to get my hair cut every week. But, Here I mean, I was go. still getting it cut every four weeks. Like, it's not, like, <laughs> hey, not completely outrageous. Mr. S did have a question. He wanted to know, will we ever see the mullet again? Oh, gosh. Man, I don't know. I'd have to ask my boss about that. <laughs> like, <That's> so, Rebecca? <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> yeah, yes. there's the real boss. Yeah. And I hope you post the pictures uh, from back in the day when I had my mullet. Yes. Yeah, I had a crazy bowl cut, and you had the mullet for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, don't think was, I'll ever be that cool hey, again. Hey, we were growing up in the 90s, man, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. All right, what were you saying about Christmas? Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. Christmas, Christmas decorations. We, we, digress. So, I know, we digress. Sorry. It's, yeah. This could go oh. really bad really quick if you even <laughs> no, no, try this, to go with the is, story that I've taken up. <laughs> this no. could go really bad. Oh, no, we already, no, we already no, told no, no, no. We already told that one. Mm. We told that one. No, I, I know that story. No, we didn't tell that story. And I won't. No, we but, did not tell um, that story. Corey seems to be very passionate about his Christmas decorations and wanting people to make an effort. Like, oh, you can't just turn your lights off, pretend you're not home. Like, okay, whatever. My idea, this is not my own. I've seen it online before. What I want to do is I want to get a large Grinch. Like, maybe take some plywood, cut it out, paint it up to look like the Grinch with his arms extended. And attached to the end of his arms, I want to take one string of lights and run them up to my gutter and like a few feet over, then I'm done. It's like the end of the, it's like the Grinch story, right? As he's taking all the decorations away all from the, your house. Listen, I, I will allow that. I What's will, your opinion? Is that acceptable? That is, that is still effort. I will allow it. Okay. I will. Right. It's better than the, it's, listen, it's anything's better than that stake in the ground with the stupid dots on your, like the, that's I the know. stupidest I thing can't. of all time. No, stupid I can't thing get behind time. that. My, uh, say, cause listen, you have to get up to, to be able to do what you just said. One, you have to put in the effort to either build or make the Grinch or go buy it, whatever it is you're going to do, mm -hmm, but still mm -hmm. you have it and then you got to keep it year round. Then you at least got to get on one ladder. So you're That's putting right. in the effort to get on the one line, and I'm taking that. I will take that effort. That's right. I love okay. it. I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. It might. <laughs> that being said, my usual go-to is inflatables. I usually put about six or eight or ten inflatables in our front yard for Christmas. Super tacky. Love it. And nobody can say anything because it's the Christmas spirit. That's right. Don't want to look like a Scrooge. <laughs> or Grinch. Okay. Next one and last one. Uh, back on the hygiene pod. Personally, I like to shower in the mornings. Can't do the nighttime shower. I just, I wake up in the morning and I just kind of feel like, nah. I need to like, I need to take a shower to like, just be ready to go. Don't want the pillow hair, all that kind of stuff. I completely respect that. What about if, like, it's a long, hard day? Do you feel ever feel dirty getting into bed? Oh, if it's if I've worked up a sweat or been working outside, I will take a shower before bed. But that does not replace okay. the morning shower. That's fair. fair. I like yeah. that. I, I cannot handle the cold showers. Uh, oh man, you that's how you wake you. up. That's how you, you wake up. You. Man. <laughs> so I've been I again not in the morning, but I've been trying to do them more at night or in the afternoon. It's also been hellaciously hot here recently, uh, and the humidity is just ridiculous. I've done a cool shower. I still struggle with like the one to two range. I'm sticking to like that three to five. I I can go cool, 
I can't go ice cold. I'm struggling yeah. with that now. But listen, I'm working my way into it. Give me a couple. Give me a couple weeks. Couple Wake months. Up, baby. Ben I'm Franklin. Gonna, Let's I'm go. gonna. I'm gonna get to where I'm up at 6 a.m. with the freezing cold shower. I'm. I'm committed to that. I'm just. Slow, I'm easing into it. I'm just. I. Dip, nah. I dip my toe in. <laughs> well, yours I'm is a little different because you're starting yeah. to work from home more. So like you do, I could see how you're probably already awake before you jump in now. Fair. Whereas. I'm going straight from bed, alarm bed to shower. Like yeah. that's like the first thing I do, right? Fair. So like that's kind of, that's my immediate jolt. No, I'll have a heart attack and be dead under that <laughs> cold rain shower. Oh my goodness! The only problem but, morning showers though that we talked about this a couple times. Dude, this is a popular topic that has come up a lot with people come up. But <sighs> yes, it's very controversial. You can't ever have a a, a, a shower beer in a, in a morning shower. Says who? <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. There you go. That being you said, go. that being said, when I was listening to the Hygiene Pod, I'm thinking all that I could think about was the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer installs a garbage disposal in his shower drain. And he's like, Jerry, this is great. I can chop my vegetables and just put hey, the way. First chime oh, time. Chime time. First chime time. <laughs> Just throws his throws his waist down the uh, shower drain because he's got a garbage disposal. Multitasking. That's disgusting. That's what I was thinking about. Oh that is disgusting, but that's awesome. Oh, completely disgusting. <laughs> okay, that that's all the recaps I had. Um, so real fast, we're gonna do a couple icebreakers. Um, I had some. Uh, I'm gonna start with Bo. So you you know Baby oh, Bo. He's right. no longer yeah. Baby Bo. Are it you? seems like just yesterday Bo was a a young child eating out of the trash can. True, and now he is a fully grown six foot three, man, or, three or four adult. Yes, yeah. it worked out well. Why are the buildings on the arsenal so shitty with all the money that's being pumped in by the government? <laughs> why do the buildings? Oh. Why are the buildings shitty? Now this is a world. They're so old. I've I don't I've probably been out there when I was young, but I've never like in my adult life I haven't been out there, so I have no idea. Oh yeah, you can just it's and we'll touch on this in the Huntsville section here, but. You can ride around there for all day and see all kinds of stuff. Just buildings in the middle of nowhere, built in the 60s. Like, wow. You'll just see barbed wire fences with a little gravel road going up. Like, you don't even see the building off in the woods. I think part of it is kind of the, the, the boom part of the Redstone Arsenal was in the 70s. Not a lot. His needed to be changed maybe Corey can speak a little bit on yes. it as well like military appropriations things like that i mean try right. going to the post office and send something it takes like freaking it, three hours if it ain't broke hey, don't fix it listen, that kind of uh, stamps <laughs> government bureaucracy i don't know if you guys yeah. know this stamps are up to 55 cents so they're, they're i saw that a payment you know they're trying well to my that. first reaction was who still uses stamps but okay that that's what I said. Right, you know, lawyer, same people lawyers, who use that checkbook that you were talking doing. about. Lawyers that's probably doing. who does. When you get when you get married, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Lawyers are the only ones sending mail these days. I feel well, like. Well, and Meemaw. Uh, Meemaw's buying yeah, a book of stamps uh, every time fair. she goes to Publix. Fair. I can tell you though that like we do, we're doing a lot of work out on Camp Lejeune right now, and the only reason that they got appropriations to actually redo some of those buildings is because of a uh, Hurricane Florence from like four years ago. And they're still just now getting to that. So it's, there we go. it is a very slow-moving process. Of they just they don't care. They don't Side care. story, I was talking to a friend that's in the Corps of Engineers. He's designing Dude, new I barracks, things like that. Hate him. No opinion. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> they're so picky. <laughs> they're the worst people to build anything for because they will come in and nitpick every <laughs> little thing it takes forever to do a building for them i love them the, to death. they're really nice guys and everything the guy that i've dealt with but they are so nitpicky yeah so you the, were the saying you barracks. were saying preston <laughs> sorry the the new barracks they're getting those uh things you see the tv commercials it looks like a mirror on the wall but you stand in front of it and do a workout yes um, i've seen we talked about this tonal with or something the, like, I think I looked it up the yeah the tonals yes, with the pulleys yeah. it's the got pulleys. the like bow flex yeah. type thing yeah hey super cool like I hope they use them. I hope they get a lot of enjoyment out of them. That oh, would be sweet. such a huge contract. Like that would be amazing. Oh like, yeah, that is oh, what yeah. you get the contract for with the military. That'd be huge. 
That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Like I knew the I knew the contractor who ended up getting into some of the bases, and this is going to sound stupid, but the dude made millions. This is going to sound so stupid, but he ended up being their toilet paper supplier, and the dude made millions off of gonna, just going to have paper. to use it, right? Oh yeah, you're never going to not need toilet paper, especially in March of 2020. My goodness. Well, but days, <laughs> right? I mean, I guess but days, but nobody got time for that. Uh, not for me. Not for so me. So your uh, your last icebreaker comes from Mr. Brandon Damson. Uh oh, uh oh. He he. It's not really so much a question as it is he wants me to ask you to explain to us how you guys almost got into a fist fight with a woman at an adult kickball kickball league game. I am a woman. Oh man. Okay, so clearly you were intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out a good way to say that. A uh, family-friendly way of saying that. That was pretty, it's as good as you're going to get. Well, I do remember a time where I almost got in a fight with a guy. Um, like, he kept giving us, he kept, ha- ooh, okay, I remember now. Oh, yeah. All right, so... I'm so excited what right happened? now. <laughs> it was really cold. So we like the kickball league, you run them like fall, spring, summer league. So this had to be at the end of fall league or beginning of spring league. I remember it was super cold. You'll understand in a minute. Um, golly. So I hit uh, the... And Huntsville, the, the rec kickball league is in these like um, soccer fields. So they'll put like three kickball fields in the soc- in one soccer field. And then next to it is some more soccer fields and some baseball fields. And I guess one night when we were playing, Wednesday night. Um, golly, I forgot about this. So uh, there's some, <laughs> there's some young kids playing like or like baseball practice in the field next to ours so it got a little i mean it's so everybody's everybody typically parks around the field there's like one small parking lot and then trucks will park on the grass on the side of the road and so i had parked there's like a road between our soccer field and the kids baseball field or soccer field whatever they're playing i parked there in my truck alongside the road and um, this woman had parked in front of me and I like so my truck it's got these fog lights on the front and yes I know that the fog lights are aimed a little too high they piss people off whatever but I'd rather blind somebody than accidentally run them over and so I had run out to my truck for something like mid kickball game and when I unlocked the truck the headlights and the fog lights come on and um, that just set her off <laughs> like she was parked I were parked nose to nose and she is just upset that was not agreeable no and I was not agreeable either <laughs> so when, <laughs> when um, she either rolled at this point she'd either rolled down her window or gotten out of her soccer mom SUV as she's waiting on her kid to finish up and she said something about don't shine your lights in my eyes and i said i'm sorry like or maybe i said mind your own business i don't know um long long story short she starts yelling i start yelling and i tell her something along the lines of this is not how you should act in front of your child and she takes her Starbucks and flings it across the front of my truck. I know it was winter time because it ended up freezing on the windshield Ooh. while we were finishing our kickball game. <laughs> oh! So yeah, that was, I should not have engaged, should not have escalated, but boy, did I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is I awesome. I completely forgot about that. Man, that is a good hey, one. Hey, that look, that's what friends are for, though. Brandon was just here yes. to just remind you. A very, a yes. very you know, polite reminder in a very public <laughs> forum. Of, Much appreciated. You know, a fun, a fun uh, altercation that happened. 
<laughs> Honestly, I'm just glad I could remember the story. Yeah, I, 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 awesome. I wasn't sure if we were going to get there for no. a little while. <laughs> well, and as my That's wife awesome. would say, like I took about five times too long to tell the story. <laughs> Probably could have just cut to the cut to the end, but that's you know. okay. That's okay. The suspense. That's how my mind works. Yeah. yeah, man. It's all in the delivery. I don't, I don't have any other icebreakers or anything. Corey, do you got anything before we get to the meat of it? No, I guess the uh, only story I would want to go ahead and get out there, uh, just get it out of the way. And we will get to a University of Alabama uh, section here in this topic. But for like the seven days that I was there, I pretty much just <laughs> stayed at Preston's dorm. Uh, Preston and Sebastian roomed together with a couple guys who were on the wheelchair basketball team. I think we've mentioned this before. Yes, but there we I go. pretty much just slept on their couch like every night, um, just because we would generally have a few adult beverages, and uh, that's just kind of where no, I would end not up. Not me. Not me. No, Pre- Preston was always good. Yeah. Actually, this is the story that I have to tell about Preston being good and then all of us being complete a holes. Uh, so, we, Preston, you remember the pong table we made? Uh, yes, that was very convenient for me spreading my textbooks out and studying. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes, it was. It was yeah. okay. You're right. It was, it was water, a, 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 water the, the study table. Water the study pump. table that we made. Yeah, yes. it was the study table that we made. Uh, do you remember the night that you you actually were good? I think you had like a test or something. You did have something the next day, and we just did not care. And you tried to go to bed. Oh, here we go. Yes, we were not okay with that. We wanted you to basically stay uh, oh, and yeah. study with us. And so we <laughs> I think took, I think y'all must have bought all the solo cups in Tuscaloosa. Every solo cup we could find, we filled with water, honestly, with water, honestly, with water, mm-hmm. and lined yep. his entire hallway up out, fr- out in front of his door no. with it so he couldn't walk out. So there was nothing that he could do, basically. To, he couldn't jump over it, couldn't move, couldn't nothing. No. And on top of that, we took the study table that, that yes. we had made, and we basically duct taped it to the other side of yes. his uh, door frame yes. so he couldn't get out. But... We were had had too many, uh, too much water, and so you know we were very overly hydrated hey, and probably satire. a little loud uh, because of that. And so all I hear, like, I ran out of tape, and I and I tried to get Sebastian to throw me some tape, and then Preston like hulks out and like smashes through this thing, just yelling at him, "Shut up! Y'all need to leave. This is ridiculous." I have to like, and then he looks around, and goes, "Oh, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen." This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And she stored right back in. It was, yeah. I was crying. I, 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 was, I do tend so hard. I do tend to overreact and get a little wound up. <laughs> we have discovered this in the first I get a little minutes. cranky. I get a little cranky sometimes. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, it was great the next day. It was so funny the next day. All right, so so you started listening to the podcast, and we were talking about having you on because we hadn't really done guests at that point yet. I think we had just maybe started doing like we were in talks to do the the sibling pod with the Cody's, and yeah. uh, so when when it was, came time to like have you on as a guest, you know we talk about everything, but. I think uh, we didn't have a specific topic that we wanted to cover. You know, I'm sure we'll come back around with other guests at some point. But for you, I figured we would just kind of go through our our story as friends. And then, you know, you went to the University of Alabama where obviously Corey has just shared a lovely story of you guys studying together. And, uh, and then, you know, what you learned, I think what you do now is um, is pretty cool. And I don't really... I don't know what you do exactly. I don't know what you studied. Yeah, so we're we going to start go with that. Stuff. Wow. Well, That's okay. I don't yeah, 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 yeah. I want to start before that, but then and also I I, I, we're going to close out with talking about Huntsville because Huntsville's changed a lot. So you know we're just going to kind of hit those those topics in total. But let's let's start at the beginning when we were little, very yeah, little. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we met in preschool. Preschool. It was my my second time around. Um, just <laughs> you know trying to get. You know, good foundation. Uh, and I guess it was like right after Van had moved to Huntsville. Yeah, I think we moved when I was four or five. So I mean, yeah, that was probably was, right. It was like literally the, I, we moved and I was in preschool with you. Like yeah, first I was going to say it was like 94, 95. Yeah. We ended up same preschool class, ended up living down the street from each other. Um, you know, I don't remember a whole lot from preschool. <laughs> it's kind of a blur. I don't either. And when I don't do want to do like too many. Actually, remember being friends. Like, what's preschool. your first? 
so you do remember I each do, other. In I do remember flashes of things. I remember the hallway yeah. more than anything. And, yeah. But I don't remember a ton of. So like, then, all right. So maybe not a lot of preschool. You guys know where you were friend. there. Almost, I would say more so I because remember, you've been told that. I remember running stuff. around his house a lot. I remember your yes, house. Yes, okay. that's more another story in itself. Like, I remember like riding bikes around, and you know we did that fishing tournament, and yeah. I remember we were in uh, Boy Scouts together or Cub Scouts yeah. together, and I remember those things, Pinewood Derby races. We made those Pinewood Derby cars. You, yeah, you know I, that. Those are the things that I remember. Specific. Yeah, it's kind of funny thing. Really, my main my main memories of preschool were me trying to escape preschool. So <laughs> that I should like tell it. you something. Okay, okay. That's why you had to do twice. Probably so. <laughs> that you know what that explains a lot. Um, Here we go. Okay, I'll tell. Okay, try not to bore everybody. I'll tell one story. One morning, my dad drops me off. I think it's my first year of preschool. Probably should tell you something. They are like doing construction work in the parking lot with a jackhammer like old-fashioned like loud jackhammer he pulls up in the like drop-off area walks me into my class like sends me on my way i talk to the teacher and then i think to myself i remember this like it was yesterday it's like i got some good cover i'm gonna leave so I tell the teacher something <laughs> along the lines of, I've got to go ask my dad something, or I've got to go get something from the car. He said it was okay. So I tiptoe behind him. I think I'm being super sneaky, but he probably knows the whole thing of what's going on. The jackhammer is my cover of the sound. And so I follow him back out to the car. He gets in the car and then we both like sit down in the car at the same time and slam the door at the same time. I know he's looking over at me like you cannot leave with me. Like I was like, oh, this jackhammer, he'll never hear the door close. I'll just sneak in his two door Camaro and he won't even notice I'm there. Dude, you sit right next to him. It's fine. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll make it all the way to work. It'll you, be fine. I do remember you being <laughs> sneaky. You always found sneaky ways oh, outer, funny. out of, or into things when we were younger. I do remember that a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the prime, the playground at preschool. It's like they didn't have like they had a jungle gym and all that kind of stuff. They didn't have mulch. They had that little pea gravel. gravel. The gravel. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. So one day I got the bright idea of like, okay. I'll just stick one of these little gravel pieces up my nose and then I'll have to go to the doctor. Like, I'll be able to go home, but like, this will bust me out of the pen. It'll be fine. So my dad leaves work to go pick me up and we're driving down Whitesburg. We're almost to the hospital, like where the doctor's office is, the pediatrician's office. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'll get it out. I'll get it out. I'm like rooting around in there trying to force it out. Like, Get the little piece of pea gravel out. And he's like, well, crap. Now I've taken off of work. I guess we're going to go do something productive. Oh my sure enough, gosh. it worked. It worked. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, oh, that is phenomenal. Like, if this is what you would do to get out of like the playground in preschool, I would love to see your tax returns. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> what, what are you, how have you escalated? No comment. You got <laughs> well played. Well played. That being said, that being oh. said, I use an accountant now. I don't do my own taxes. Smart man. Smart man. Honest. Smart man. Honest story there. Sorry, I got very distracted funny. there. No, but, uh, dude, that's funny. That's classic. Oh, man, Gosh, funny. I could tell stories all day. We went uh, so from preschool. We both went to Randolph School. We'll get into this, but kindergarten when we started, it was only half a day. I feel like we're not getting our money's worth on the private school there, but that's whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, so both of our moms worked, or both of our dads worked. Miss Miss Gia Van's mom is teaching all day, so Miss. There was another place I will not name names of the the daycare place would pick us up at noon and take us back to that daycare. And me and Van and a few other friends, we would just, we would raise heck there. Like one day we had a boo-boo contest. Like we oh had an ongoing boo-boo contest. Like, Wait, well, I'm not, what is this? Somebody explain this to me. Okay, so not to brag, but I'm pretty sure I have the best one of all time. She had one of those like 
uh, metal pipe dome jungle gym death trap things where yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably only like four feet tall, but when you're like a five years old, like, wow. It's huge. Um, like the Astrodome. Yeah. I got yeah. It. Yeah, exactly. I remember one day, I don't know what happened, but I ended up just busting my head open. And when Miss Gia came to pick up Van, I was like, Miss Gia, look, I won the boo-boo contest. I pulled back my blonde hair and it's all red from blood. Like, she probably, I mean, fortunately, it was the 1990s. Like, these days, there'd be all kinds of, like, litigation, she things like that. She might have gone to but, jail. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's why I'm not naming names. The, hey, the daycare place definitely would have, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And one I day, I remember... Probably. We got the bright idea that we wanted to like dig to China in our afternoons at the daycare. So, you know, we didn't want to get caught. So we went, she had like a detached garage. It's in like an old house and like the backyard is the playground. Behind the detached garage, the teachers couldn't really see you. So we go behind the detached garage and start digging our hole to China. We made it probably, I mean, like we had God's tools. We're using our hands and like <laughs> sticks, whatever we had. Like we probably made it 12 inches before we, before we destroyed her sprinkler pipe. And <laughs> thing, thing cracked, water's everywhere. Her husband had to come fix it. Like needless to say, we did not make it anywhere near China. <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt so bad already. And you have a much better memory. I'm remembering things as you're telling them to me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I haven't thought about that in forever. But <laughs> amazing. Yeah, awesome. Amazing. Van talks about his oh, memories awesome. a little while ago saying he remembers running around my parents' house. And the only thing I can think of is so my parents' house has a long hallway down the middle. And then on one half of the house is a dining room and then a kitchen behind it, which connect. So you can run laps down the long hallway, through the kitchen, circle. through the dining room. Yep. yep. Classic. I don't know if we were just playing tag Hard, or just... Hardwood floor. That's important. Yes. That's important as well. All the way around. Yeah. Hardwood floors. Very nice. Very lovely. Hardwood throughout. Yes. Uh, polished. Uh, nice and slick. Yes. Um, I don't know if we were just... Oh, it was bored, or if we were chasing each other, or if we were just cracked out on red can Coca Colas, or what? But it's true. We were chasing each other laps around the house, and at some point, I'm quite certain it was Van. He decided to change directions. I'll catch him if I turn around and go the other way. Yes, smart idea. We came. We came right to the door between the hallway and the kitchen at the same time. Mm. And this is quite certain, this is the first instance of targeting ever. <laughs> Van led with his crown, the crown of his skull, right into my like seven-year-old front teeth. <laughs> tooth, it was bad. Tooth to the head, I did. Yes, I, I, I don't I think I leaned. Oh, you know, man. there was a, hey, there oh. was there, there might not have been intent, but there was definitely contact. You know oh saying? yeah, no, it was it was targeting in the clearest sense. My teeth, I think it's like front teeth, like Dude, two went, top front teeth. They, they, they turned purple. They turned purple. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh. The dentist said oh. like, ah, oh, it's fine. They're baby teeth. Like they'll fall out eventually. Yeah, dude, it was bad. Like. Oh hey. my god. I have not now heard know any better. of these I'm... stories before. Hey, that was the one that I remember most vividly, maybe because my head was involved. Yes. But um so obviously, you know, we go we moved to Randolph after pre-K. We both survived. God knows how after those stories. Um <laughs> the 90s were a wild time. It was. And this is a small private school in Huntsville, Alabama. My mom's a teacher there. You mentioned she's a, a teacher. Yep. And um so that's a full shout out, Miss Gia K through 12 whoop, whoop. program, right? So you can go there for 13 years, which we ended up doing. Lifers, um, lifers, which, which we called lifers. Do you remember they called them like fifers if it was 10 years? Was that what it was? Or, I thought that was like, yeah. like first grade, first through. I thought, right. it, was, I thought it was fifers, uh, first through first. the end. That Wannabes, wannabes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, and that's where Corey obviously comes into the fold. But we, you know, we had a full private school experience. And um, I, I thought we would touch on that a little bit. Like, did you think your experience in there was good? Did, was there anything you would have changed now that you've like, I, I mean, I've branched out and I've met 
people from all, you know, we were kind of in a bubble. So we've met, I've now met people from all over the place, you know, people that haven't gone to college, people that have gotten their doctorate, people public, private, you know, there's a lot of takes on that. But did you have any thoughts on the whole private versus public school, high school experience? Yeah, definitely a bubble. Um, you know, like you mentioned, being a lifer, I don't really have any other experiences to compare it to, but it was definitely good. I definitely, I liked it. I would, I would be open to that in the future, you know, for when we have kids, things like that. First mention of kids, um, 50 minutes in, boom. There it is. There we go. There it is. Um, yeah, I think we'll have kids sometime in the next zero to 10 years. So that's, that's exciting. what I like to tell <laughs> Very people. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it overall. Like, I think it was a good, like, prep um, for college. Definitely, you know, going to Alabama was definitely an eye-opening experience. Yeah. But definitely enjoyed You enjoyed went from Randolph. the smallest bubble to, like, massive. Yeah, I think you know we graduated with, like, 65 people. Chime. Um, Corey, you, you got a public and part private school experience, right? Because you, I mean, you yeah, I went to place. everywhere. Yeah, uh, like when we talk, just high school went to two different private schools, and then a public school for my senior year, just to try to get some more exposure and some different things. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've had it all. I, I can tell you that Randolph to me meant a whole hell of a lot, and I think anybody who knows me and, and knows my association there knows that. Uh, it, uh, I was constantly back there. I think my senior year, I probably went to more classes at Randolph than my actual high school. Yeah. I would just go back and go to class just for, I'd skip my school, drive up from Birmingham and go to class at Randolph. Now I did have a pretty serious girlfriend at the time. And you know, that may have been some of the, uh, uh of the reason why, but I, I loved it. Right. That is what prepped me so much for college and started getting me kind of put my head on straight a little bit better. Uh, was well, I mean, Randolph was a great school. I mean, it's it's one yeah, of the top definitely, schools in the South. It's a great school. Definitely don't want to understate it. Like, definitely grateful for the experience and the opportunity. Like, yeah, I from, would. But you're but you're 100 right. You're in a bubble. I mean, it, like, I think that's about it. that's who you that's who you are with. And I think about like from an academic standpoint, it definitely sets you up for success. College for me was, I don't want to. I mean, it was very easy. You know. Obviously, certain classes were more challenging, and law school is a whole different thing in itself. But like, you were—it was a college prep program. Now that being said, the bubble—I feel—I feel like it it affected certain people more than others too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel most of us turned out pretty normal. Some people, some of us didn't. Some of them, some yeah. people couldn't assimilate. Into, some of us did not. Well, I know some people at the school couldn't assimilate into like normal culture and like, not to say diversity in the sense of like you know, racial diversity, but just diversity like of just people, social. The, the world, yeah, social. social, there you class. go, there social. you go, just social, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and so it's, it's definitely like, I feel like you got to have a dose of a little bit of everything. Like you did, you know, you had Boy Scouts and you had like clubs right. and stuff and like sports, yeah, I think it's sports definitely... and teams and like you, you've got to figure out how to work with other people, other different people, because that's what you're going to be doing in the world. Forever. Right. <laughs> Granted, I don't have any kids, but I think the, um, I think something like Randolph definitely set a great foundation, but it's also a lot of the like parenting and the, the values and the, the foundation, things like that. And we, in all three of us really had parents that were very involved and I think probably imparted a lot of, definitely. there was a lot of hands-on parenting that went on. I, I'm just speaking for all three of us. You guys can disagree or agree we all grew up together at this I know, point. I'm pretty sure we all. Yeah. <laughs> but I yes. do. You know, there were there were friends or people that attended school that was a little more hands off. You know, where it was just they sent them off and then they were on their own. And so that's a great point too. That's definitely a you know, it's not just one the of the school, things that it's it's the parenting as well. It is, it is right. But one of the things that I, I would hope, you know, we talked about the social class, and really that's a big distinction when you look at public and private schools and, and who can really afford to go there, right? And it, in my opinion, it, it really shouldn't be that way. You should be able to get the same type of education no matter where you are. Obviously, if you have more money and you can pay to get more, you know, things, that's great. I don't want to discourage that by any means whatsoever. But we also don't want to just say, well, screw everybody else. Right there, there has to be a balance, right. and I'm hoping that after this past year, and I've, and I've hit on this a few times before, I'm hoping after this past year, when a lot of parents had to get more hands on, they realized the stress and the tribulations and everything else that goes into that, and teaching, and uh, and hopefully we can get a little bit more respect and a little bit more love for the teachers out there. Absolutely. Shout out to you. <laughs> 
Yeah, and uh, she's still doing it. She's still, she uh, she's still going. Looking over their kids' shoulder over the last year, start to realize what their kids are and are not are learning. Not and learning. are not. Yep. Or, or what they're, <laughs> so or what they're doing not. on their phone and on their I, computer, you know? I think the most dangerous yep. is what they are learning, but that could be another uh, political <laughs> conversation that we probably won't agree on. No. Fair. No, it definitely, uh, that's definitely true. I think there's some, there's some interesting things that are being left out. And uh, yeah. It's, but it's on a uh, sidebar related to that, I follow... Corey's wife on social media because Corey is a pariah. Um, she posted, she posted something where their son, I don't know if we do names here. Kind of Jonah. Yeah. I've said his name. I don't, yeah, way too much. Okay. It's fine. You're good. Yeah. Jonah. Um, I guess he had won like the, uh, reading award, uh, at school. Yeah. And he got to ride the fire truck to school, and me and Rebecca, we watched that video, and it was the <laughs> cutest, the cutest thing ever. You see, oh my goodness, zero you to see, ten, more like zero to three. Come oh on, man. yes, That's like all. I his, appreciate like that. I appreciate he, that. It was the cutest, and that is like we related on it too. Like, like I'm a terrible reader, but Rebecca loves to read. That's her thing. Like, that's me right there as a kid. And then he can't even, like, he can barely even see over the window of the fire truck. Yep. I mean, you just see his little hand, like, waving. Like, the <laughs> cutest thing ever. Great job. Yeah. Oh, that man. Made, We're blessed. That We're blessed. made we my day. Kid. We got yes, a good kid. I appreciate he, that. I'll have to let him know. Um, yes. Hey, he, and, uh, you know, this is a tie back to you and him. Uh, there was a, you know, a certain ceremony at one point where you escorted him down the aisle. I was just uh, thinking about that, but I wasn't sure baby. if I could bring that up or not. And I yeah. wasn't sure if I could bring That's that up okay. or not. We don't have to give the details of it, but there was a yeah. certain ceremony that was, that was going the, on. Wasn't that, that was the first baby you ever held, wasn't it? Uh, probably. Yes. Yes, actually, I yeah, think so. It was so. definitely up there, right? I guess I was he, you, uh, <laughs> he was yeah, bearing he was probably, some rings and... Yeah, he was a ring he, bearer of his own. He, like, he carried the rings, I carried him. Yes, yeah, pretty much, because he, he, he wouldn't walk. He mm-hmm. could walk, but he wouldn't walk. And then all Preston does at the rehearsal is like, I don't, I don't know how to, what do I do? What do I, I do? It's, like, it's, it's like, like Ricky football? Bobby. Is it like it's a like football? Rick, like, what do I do? It's like Ricky Bobby. What do I do with my hands? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> I just don't know what to do with all my right. hands. All right. Don't fall, little guy. Don't oh. fall. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Good times. I appreciate that. I'll have to let him know that the people are looking out. Super proud. That's awesome, man. Speaking of that. good times, uh, high school was fun, you know. It was fun, good, it was yeah. Fun, fun and awkward and, uh, you know, ups and downs. You know, I feel like I didn't hit my stride until, well, probably 30. But, um, <laughs> you know, high school is definitely not my thing. Like, looking back, I cringe. Dude, I, but, you know, I, I survived. So, so many cringeworthy things as well. I think about, like, I've talked on this podcast a lot about how, like, when you're 18, you think you know who you are. And when you're 21, you're like, now I'm a man. And then 25, it's like, oh, now I'm an adult. I get it. Like, now I've hit 30. I'm right, like, oh, right. my gosh, 16, 17, 18-year-old me. What was I thinking? So what dumb. was I doing, you know? No, I'm 31, and I know that I don't know anything. Yes. Yeah. Like, the wiser you get, I think it's that the... realization too, yeah. right? Like that realization. And the other it's... thing too is, I look back on my dad and like the stories that I've heard. He's way smarter when he was my age than I am now. Like I think about our parents. I cannot like, live up to that. Yeah, what they were doing at, the, at certain ages and things like that. It's like, oh gosh. Way smarter, way wiser, but yeah. But we have to teach them how to turn a computer on now. So I don't know, you know, which way it really like, Hey, I may not be able to file my taxes, but I know how to open a PDF. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, but speaking of some high school shout outs and some yeah. friends, yes. Alex Bradley wrote in. We got Alex to, uh, to send in a question. Uh, and uh, he just kind of want to reminisce a little bit. He goes, do you remember those endless Sonic runs that we made in your Volvo? Wow, Alex Bradley. So y'all are up to 38 listeners. That's impressive. (laughs) Wow. Yes, we would. I actually don't know if he's listened at all. I did just text him today, but but sure. We're going to hope. Fair enough. Hey, you you (laughs) got to hustle. Um, Yeah, we would. 
the Sonic was like our hangout. It was like they had just built it. It was it's right by Sebastian, to our neighborhood. Sebastian's house. Oh, well, we were talking about the one in Hampton Cove. The one in Hampton Cove. Yeah, the one that was both on Walmart. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. We Sorry. would hang out there. We'd see all of the people that we didn't know that would also hang out there. Like, <laughs> and I'm. I'm quite certain, like, at least in the beginning, my parents thought that I was going off to some wild house parties, and I later found out that they drove by the Sonic and probably, to their surprise, saw my car you there. You were there. Well, okay. He was, <laughs> wow. Okay, wow. I don't know if I'm, like, disappointed or Look, glad just, or what, but I just really he's at the Sonic. Cherry Limeades, man. I just really love Route 44. Route 64. That's right. Oh, yeah. Cherry Route 44, Cherry Limeade. Get you some of that. I still, to this day, yeah. will sometimes, like... Kimberly likes like ice cream, so she'll stop by sometimes. And I'm like, "Ooh, I gotta get that cherry limeade though." Cause that's oh. it. That's the stuff right there. We went to Sonic the other night for the first time in years. Good stuff. All oh, right, so man. exiting high school, you go to actually. Uh, let me get back to that. Uh, okay. Go. You kind of mentioned, oh, but bring it on. How did you contact Alex Bradley? Like, did you send a pigeon or like smoke signals? Because <laughs> that dude is not on any social media. Like. I know it was not on Twitter. I know it's not on Instagram or Facebook. Like we have that he did. You things, dug deep on that one. These things are called cellular mobile phones. Oh wow! Think, Doing your due diligence yeah, on that one. That's it. 